welcome to Calavici Fashion Cast. I forgot what the podcast was called for a sec. Ah, I'm Claire. <laughs> and joining me are ooh, my two little, uh, I don't know, my two little Smokey Robinsons. <laughs> that, that's a safe one. That's a safe yeah. one. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I could have gone a lot of ways with that, and yeah. I dismissed every single one. <laughs> Good call. Good yeah, call. that's smart. My, my two little Smokey Robinsons are back. How, you, how have you been, guys? Where have you been? Everywhere. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the Johnny Cash song, I've Been Everywhere, Man? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Uh, thank you for uh, holding down the fort for us, Claire. Uh, well, it's we right. It was terrifying. I, I needed you, Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> I think you do as, as well, Brad, but I needed Tammy more because she does all the hard work. All the heavy lifting. What are mm-hmm. you sending? Are you sending us more pictures of little Tammy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so Claire. happy. Oh, sorry. It doesn't even want to pull up, but he's very, he's, oh, there he goes. Oh, wow. He is super happy. <laughs> Guys, Claire has an obsession with someone named Little Little Stabby, and she just keeps sending us pictures. I mean, he's a true hero. He is a true he hero. Is, he's an American hero. All right, so um, we are going to talk about the episode "Black on White on Fire." God, that's yes. a title. Oh boy. Uh, yes. And we're gonna start that off with the sixty-second summary. Oh, All not right. me. All of our names. I I had to I had to look after <laughs> things last week. Therefore, I'm I don't have to do it this week. Yeah. I don't right. think that's how that works. I don't think that's how wheels work. <laughs> that's in my rule book. Batman, 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 Batman. <laughs> hey, Claire. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, Claire. I, I did. I saw it and everything. Could you not just nudge the wheel along a little bit more, Tony? No, no. Because it was right in the middle too. Like there was no. Oh, yeah, it wasn't even like a question. Yeah. It's like just like, oh, we want Claire. That's what the wheel like, said. Don't talk. It's don't, like don't argue with the wheel. It heard Claire. me and it went, oh really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice try. <laughs> okay. Ooh, right. Take a moment. Collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. Uh, what people were mm-hmm. doing. Uh, what they were wearing. How uncomfortably timed uh, recording this episode is right now. Yes. Um, whatever you need to discuss this in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under. Because then you would be a... Oh, no. You'd be a chump, Claire. You'd just be a chump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'd be a straight up chump. <laughs> okay, okay. All right. You'll be going in three, two, one, go. Okay, guys. So the episode is Black on White on Fire. I think I got that right. And uh, it's a very upsetting episode. And I cried because the world is going to shit, um, basically. And this episode just made me cry. It's very upsetting. Um, really good performances in this episode, though. And Sam leaps in to Ray Harper, which I was convinced was a character from DC, but then I realised that was Roy Harper. I'm just trying to fill up time here, by the way, because I don't know what to say. Um, it's all to do with the Watts riots in Los Angeles. It's really upsetting. CCH Pounder's in it. She's awesome. Um, there's some great music. I didn't notice what anyone was wearing, apart from there was a really cool blue dress at one point that I saw through my tears. 
uh, all the stock footage. We've never seen so much stock footage since the pilot episode. <laughs> At the end, it's very sad, and it's kind of weird that Sam immediately leaps into a wacky magician episode when he seconds earlier he was holding his dead brother in his arms or whatever. Quantum leaps, kooky, whatever. The end. One minute six seconds, Claire. Oh! <laughs> Damn me trying to fill up time. Yeah, what a fool I, I, I do. I do find like the more the show goes on, the stranger these leaps <laughs> in and out of every episode oh, yeah. are. I'm like, all right, yeah. like you guys had to have broken story over the season early on, or at least parts of the season, mm-hmm. so you know what episode is going after the other, <laughs> like. Yeah, maybe like you know something else would have been a little more. (laughs) I think that's the idea. It's like like, we're gonna have you one, then we're gonna do kooky. Yeah, yeah. Like as soon as he leaps into this episode, I know this is skipping ahead. Sorry, but like, like you have to think of what happened seconds before for him. So he leaps into this episode, and like Susan's looking at him, and I just expect Sam to be like, "I miss Deep South," (laughs) like because he's so happy seconds before. It's so weird. Yeah, he was real happy at the end of so <laughs> of getting of getting this deep south. Yeah, that was real weird. <laughs> Never been so happy. I'm telling you. I just wish my sister could see me. Do you? Why? <laughs> very odd. Uh, um. All right. So, Claire, what are some fun facts for this episode? Uh, I better open the website and I'll have a look. Okay. So this episode i believe was written by um deborah pratt yes it was which i thought was interesting because um uh, she's um she's mixed race i believe uh and i feel like she brings that into the writing i don't know like it just felt like it was it was interesting that she wrote this episode um once the riot was in full swing ziggy had some difficulty zeroing in on sam that's some trivia um Al did remember the Watts riots and had to fill in the gaps for Sam. Uh, Al carried a cigar. Yeah, that's what it does. Um, that's very weird. In the riot scene when Captain Brewster, uh, who I was calling Captain Stacy in my notes, is talking on the radio to the dispatcher, the voice of the dispatcher is that of W.K. Stratton. Uh, Note, Mr. Stratton's many appearances on Quantum Leap, actual physical appearances and voice only, and he did several voice only appearances, makes him the undisputed most frequent guest star on Quantum Leap throughout its entire run. Um, None of Sam's outfits are very interesting. I really recognise the guy who played Lonnie, but I can't work out what I recognised him from. However, he was in the episode MIA, but I can't remember who he played. He played Pusher. Yeah, his character was Pusher, so I'm guessing he was selling drugs or something but i feel like i really recognize him he was also in the pretender so maybe that's it um uh i think that's it i can't find uh, any other thing yeah uh, i thought that. it was interesting that deborah pratt wrote this episode i thought she did a really good job mm-hmm. um, and the writers for al's place are just a hot mess they i think yeah two different actors <laughs> oh really yeah um, because Which they ones? call Sammy Chester Papa D, but Sammy Chester actually plays BB, and that's correct yeah. on IMDb. And then they have um, the guy that plays BB listed as Pop. Well, anyway, they right. they mix the two actors up, and I I was like, no, I don't think that's right. <laughs> so I had to look on IMDb, and I was like, All right. yeah, that's not right. Um, also, 
where is it that they put in their thing? Uh, there's a long personal review that they gave, which I won't yeah. go into. <laughs> um, uh, I do agree is... with the note they write at the very bottom, because I also had that in my notes, that that child is strangely calm yes. that they bring into the clinic later. Um, and I think it's weird that they have quotable quote section and best line section. What? Yeah. And the best line is like an entire scene. Well, she says, or he, I can't remember who did this one, but it says, what do you mean, best line? There are oodles of best lines, plural, in this, in this episode. <laughs> I had to be firm with myself and not just recite the entire script of the episode. So here are some of my favorite best lines in this episode. The first line is my favorite, and then just goes on. But yeah, I'm just like, so what's the difference between this and um, quotable quotes? <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're I not don't gonna know. break out some of those best lines just like in conversation, but some oh. of those quotable quotes you're gonna throw out. In fact, just just give me one at random. Just point point one out to me. Oh boy! Uh, 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 is it is it enough, Al? Is it enough? That's a best line. <laughs> oh, you want? The <laughs> oh, quotes? No, sorry. Something I can use. Is it enough, Al? Is it enough? That's a thing you can use in everyday conversation. <laughs> I just said that. Oh. Seems seems no matter where we go, we can't get away from the hate. Well, that, that use is that, true. That, you probably you can definitely eat. use that. <laughs> yeah. Very useful right now. Yep. Super useful. So I give him 50%, which is not a passing grade. Yeah, I just find it interesting the more I read uh, the Owl's Place website. I'm just like, wow, what are you... Who are you? Yeah. <laughs> um, so... Anyway, uh, so that's, uh, I guess, fun facts? Were they fun? Mm. I don't know. <laughs> Brad, what was happening on this <laughs> There's not much fun about this episode, in all honesty, is there? Besides the Watts riot. Yeah, besides the Watts riot, guys, there's other things happening. All right, there are other things happening. Uh, for one thing, it's the birthday of Shinji Mikami, uh, the Japanese video game designer who created Resident Evil. Oh. oh, and uh, Viola Davis. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Um. Also, this just um on this date in history, this Wednesday, um, a little film premiered in New York called Help. <laughs> That's right. Ooh. <laughs> was it an actual film, or did someone just write on a big billboard, "Help"? Because. Ringo Starr was murdering them at the time. Well, I think I think that was part of Ringo's plan. Like he, all right, I put out a movie called Help, and then when people are screaming for help, everyone thinks they're just talking <laughs> to me about the movie, but in fact they're trying to escape me. <laughs> uh, I have some Ringo Starr news. Okay. Uh, well, not really news, but I'll tell you anyway. Um, my sister yesterday, when I phoned her um, uh, on my lunch break, I was like, "Oh, you sound a bit fed up," and she was like, "Yeah." I'm having to watch Thomas the Tank Engine because Ethan wants to watch it, who's my nephew. Yeah. And I was like, oh, is it Ringo Starr, Thomas the Tank Engine, like the original? She was like, yeah, I never really realized how creepy his voice is. And I was like, well, I can tell you a lot about Ringo Starr that you may not know. <laughs> little, my little sister facts. does not this, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, just also um, on this day, if you didn't want to watch uh, Help, um, you could also watch Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Oh, okay. So, Ooh. That's what I tell so Luna know. every day, my cat. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right. Well, thank you, Brad, for uh, letting us know, especially letting us know what Ringo Starr is oh, up to. Oh, always. Got to keep an eye on it. <laughs> 
And Claire, you do not have Beckett's bookshelf slash Gushy's Goodreads this week, correct? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um, oh, actually, I'm not sorry. But I, as I told Brad and Tammy, I, this episode really bummed me out. And then I was like, well, I already feel sad. I don't want to read the book and feel sad that nothing has progressed. So I didn't read it. Yeah. Uh, maybe next week. Who knows? <laughs> All right. Well, place your bets now. <laughs> and maybe you'll win. <laughs> We'll go ahead and leap into the episode, and yes, there's a lot of stuff that happens in this episode, but let's also try and focus on fashions, because that's what we're good at, yes. so let's not forget <laughs> about it. Um, I keep forgetting this, like, main opening now is, like, forever taking. Okay. And so- the and it's the opening as well, Tammy, that you mentioned a couple of weeks ago, where it's very, it's very, like, melancholic, where it's like... His, his next leap will be the leap home. Oh, and yeah. every time I hear it now, I laugh because I think of what you were saying. Leap home. Leap um, home. <laughs> so we meet uh, Susan and her hair is just... Uh, yeah. yeah, wolf, it's wolf, wolf. wolf. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, they're making out in trash. I don't know... On a sweaty, gross old sex mattress. Yeah. Oh, it's so horrible. Outdoor mattress, not okay. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Um, I also just, I don't like her in this, like, soft pink and... Uh, mm. Okay, I'm gonna just put it out there. Mm. I fucking hate Susan. <laughs> yeah, me too, me too. Yeah, yeah how do you so, not? She's so the worst. Even before I knew I hated her, like, I just looked at her and I was like... Mm. Like this chick, no. <laughs> like just. I I, I really hated her, and like my the bit that really annoyed me later was when he's trying to keep her safe. Yes, Everyone and she's like, in this "It's true, to keep her safe. <laughs> it's true. You don't love me, yeah. uh, bitch. I'm just trying to keep you safe. Shut up." Yeah, yeah. You don't Calm love it down, me. Oh, yeah, um, it's very annoying. So immediately we see three gentlemen walking up toward them. Uh, I think trying to save their brother from having sex on this dirty, gross mattress, yeah. to be honest. Like, Maybe they weren't going up there to, like, um, <laughs> you know, confront them at all. Maybe they were just going up there with, like, a um, a tetanus injection because they were worried about him. Seriously. He'd been to the clinic and they're holding a, a little uh, needle. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, like... What's that say about you that you're willing to sleep on this thing? And what's that say about your girlfriend? Like, it's just yeah. no bueno all the way around. <laughs> yes. Um, no. I mean, and like, did you, do, do you, does everybody know about this mattress? Like, oh, how was the deal? Because, like, Ugh. it's in a weird location. Like, yeah. It's the most bizarre. Also, everyone is so. Everyone's so sweaty in this episode, and I just kept thinking about how much sweat is on that mattress. Oh, and God. Sex on it. Maybe it's enough to drown the bed bugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drowning in sweat. Ah. Uh, oh, and we also get like a semi-shirtless bacula <laughs> right away. Of course, first oh, yeah. thing. Of course, it's been a while. It does. It does make me laugh though. Every time we see shirtless bacula, because I'm just like, no guy on TV would be allowed to take a shirt off looking like that. Not that I think he looks bad. No. But he's not like super beefy, like no. you know. So I think he looks better than like in, oh, yeah. like I mean, nothing against the salmon ladder, but like I think he looks better than like Arrow because I don't like it when guys are like super ripped. I feel like it's like the more he's kind of known. natural. Just someone in good shape is 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 more attractive. Arrow personally. is my wo- <laughs> is the- 
he's the only guy that's super ripped that I'm into. Because otherwise, I'm not into it either. But for him, I could look at his poster all day. It's <laughs> be like, ooh, he's so pretty. Okay. Is the Flash super ripped? I've never seen an episode where the Flash is shirtless. Is he super ripped as well? Because he's so skinny and so. like, really no. I can't imagine him being super ripped. No, and he shouldn't be. That's no. just yeah. weird. No. I do, I do look at you now of Tammy with her Teen Beats uh, poster <laughs> yeah. of Steve Amell. <laughs> oh, if only. Uh, it'd be like right up here on this wall, Brad. <laughs> You'd come over to record and we'd just be looking at Stephen Amell the whole time. Oh, that's weird. There's like a whole wall at Tammy's place that's just like, it's like six like Teen Beat, like pull out Steve Amell posters. Like, You'd be like, so, uh... So, Tammy, are we recording today at yours? Uh, yes, we're, we're going to be in the Amel room. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, nothing? And, like, it's, it's okay, so it's posters of him, right. and then, like, little um, videos. Like, I get one of those frames that shows, like, videos of him. <laughs> and and little videos ladders. of him doing salmon ladders and parkour. Like, just <laughs> him working <laughs> out. Just him working out. So weird. <laughs> Um, and now you uh, and I would fantasy. just say as well, it's obvious that I I don't find the really big muscly men that attractive. Seeing as like my number one crush is David Tennant. I mean, <laughs> who has the body of a starved weasel? <laughs> I I accept this. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's the only one for that I like like that, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's just there's something about him. Um. All right. So. We get Sam fighting right away in an episode. Like, yep. how many episodes does he leap into where he just starts fighting yeah. immediately? Yeah. And the thing is, it's so weird because, you know, we find out this is his brother. These are his friends. And it's like, yeah, Sam, you probably, like, would not have actually fought these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe you would have tried to talk to them or something. But I, I get What it. if Sam caused the whole on. situation because he immediately fought these guys? Yeah. <laughs> if he'd just been a bit more patient and not immediately like been on the defensive none of it would have happened yeah yeah well if we've learned anything from fox news it's always the black on black crime that's the problem yeah obviously Obviously. who's the evil leaper now sam Hmm. (laughs) um i also like when his brother like (laughs) tells the guys to get off of him by just taking his hands and spreading them apart. Just like... Yeah. And, and they just back off. It's like, wow. That is some Can power. I say now, I love Papa D. I love Papa yeah. D. Yeah. yeah. He seems like like the best one out. I mean, obviously, he's the best one out because he's the one who gets killed. So, But, you know, just the fact that, like, when they're, they're shit-talking about Susan later and he kind of defends her and stuff. Yeah. And I just love him. And also, I love his hat, talking about fashions. His hat is super cute. So in IMDb, he's Papa David Harper. So he's a Harper, he's like the Lonnie. Brother. So okay, the, he's the brother as well. I okay. guess I don't know. Well, they someone does say about your brothers. I don't. I think Susan says about brothers. Uh, okay. I'm guessing there was more than one. Right. These brothers look nothing alike. Yeah. Like none no. of them. Yeah, because I I only knew Lonnie was his brother, and I just assumed Papa D was their friend. But um, apparently, mm. part of I'm the guessing family. BB's the friend. Yeah. BB. Oh, that's God, so that hard for them the because, yeah. like, Ray Ray's gonna like leap back in, and he's lost both his brothers. That's oh. that's horrible. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, that's really sad. But he missed the whole riot, so that's you know. True. <laughs> true. <laughs> um. 
So we've got this whole, like, love scene, uh, this love story between Susan and Ray, and uh, she just... Also, Susan is very grabby. Sorry to interrupt, Tammy. She's always grabbing him, and I'm like, get your hands off. Like, okay, you keep saying you love him, but it doesn't mean you have to, like, constantly have physical contact with him. I I think she needs support because her hair is so heavy. (laughs) She needs, like, physical support. Because her hair looks so thick and so heavy. It's so bad. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so, like, they are the most naive couple in the entire world. Yes. So they think that, um, in this time, <laughs> in society, mm-hmm. it's okay for the two of them to get married and no one will have a problem with it. Yeah. Specifically Susan. Yeah, it's, you know. it is a weird level of idealistic naivete. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I I understand wanting to work toward that and saying, like, our love is stronger than that, but Mm -hmm. for her, it's not that their love is stronger than that, it is, oh, everything's gonna be fine if we get married. (laughs) There's no, there's no... Yeah, and it's also the fact that, like, she's been, like, working, like, in this local clinic, so she feels like she understands the community and they know her. For the summer. Right. (laughs) Like, three months. She feels like she's embedded in the community, everyone knows her, they accept her. So she feels like she's accepted in this community. But she knows for a fact that he is not accepted in her community, as in her house, as in her father. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so you think she would have a better grasp of, like, the realistic hardships of the situation? Just nothing. She just does not understand. Yeah, she doesn't get it. And I think, like, what Lonnie calls her, like, a liberal honky or something. And Mm. (laughs) they just, (laughs) I mean... They really kind of go after both of them. And it's interesting because I know Sam at least grasps the situation that they would have it hard because they're an interracial couple. But I wonder what Ray thinks about it. Right. Yeah. We don't find out, do we? No, no, we don't really know. And I only question it just because I do think at one point Ray probably was thinking of leaving and going to Boston. Yeah. So he must know, like also like sam does that this is not a good situation and he needs to get like if they were to be together he needs to leave but, mm. but once they talked about being in watts i was like omg are we gonna do a watts right episode yeah <laughs> and we totally did i was like oh okay. i mean wiles are they and i i yeah, wasn't exactly. um yeah exactly i wasn't that knowledgeable about the watts riots before i watched this i rewatched this episode a few years ago like i it wasn't something i I, I don't know, like, like Watts wasn't a name that I heard and immediately knew yeah. about the riots and stuff. So I only learned about it a few years ago. I think, but I guess... I mean, I pulled up, like, a website just to go... Just so we have, like, some actual facts about it. But um, growing up in Los Angeles, I knew where Watts was. No, of course, and yeah. And it was not a, a place that you would go and just chill out. Like, <laughs> it's just not. Like, even back in the 90s, like, just not a place, so... Um, but yeah, they talk. So this I thought was interesting. So over the course of the six-day riot, so it just lasted six days, over fourteen thousand California National Guard troops were mobilized in South Los Angeles, and a curfew zone uh, encompassing over forty-five miles was established in an attempt to uh, to restore public order. Fourteen thousand National Guards were sent. How many National Guards were sent yesterday to uh, yeah. uh, when white nationalists started driving into people? Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, is we should say we should say the timing of this episode, like there's been the timing of some other episodes, is kind of 
it's it's very sad you know I mean it's sad anyway but it's just like I said I said on Facebook it's just with everything going on I was watching the news and stuff and and it yeah it made me cry earlier because I just there's a point where she says about this is the 20th century and I was like we're in the fucking 21st century now and nothing's changed you know it's yeah it's crazy to hear the the script for this show and nothing has mm-hmm. changed. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. It, it, just for a timestamp, just to be very clear, yeah. Yeah. yesterday, yesterday was the uh, day which there was domestic terrorism in Virginia when the uh, white nationalists uh, uh, marched and then uh, drove a car into some um, people uh, protesting against the Nazis. So <laughs> And has not been condemned yet by the president. No, Listen, you got both sides. Both sides. Yeah, both One sides. side yeah. is Nazis killing people and the other side are people saying hey, don't be Nazis. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, both sides are at fault. That's what we have to keep in mind. And in this episode as we talk about Quantum Leap, keep in mind both sides are at fault. Yikes. Uh, so it's an all told the writing claimed the lives of 34 people resulted in more than 1,000 reported injuries and almost 4,000 arrests before order was restored on August 17th. Oh my god. Yeah. Just even the dates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just realized that. <sighs> god. <laughs> America. From 1865 to 2017, no no real changes. Uh, 1776. Yeah, really. To uh, 2017, nothing really changes. Scratch that. 1492 to 2017, nothing really changes. Guys, you can come over here if you want. Okay, cool. I'm on my way. Yeah, I'll just jump right over. I have... I've got a room... We can live in it. <laughs> We're gonna be like Anne Frank <laughs> hiding out. <laughs> um, alright, so we we get the picture. No one is happy about Susan mm. and Ray being together. I'm not happy about Susan and Ray being together either. I feel like Susan loves the drama as well. I, I think so too. She <laughs> but but again, like to me it goes back to her being so naive, she just doesn't understand the level. Yeah. The the uh, the level of reality because it's mm-hmm. not it's not anything out of the ordinary. I mean, yes, the riots were out of the ordinary, but everything surrounding it and that led up to it was not out of the ordinary. This is reality that was happening, yeah. and yeah. she just chose to ignore it yeah. because she could because white privilege. Exactly. But you know, it's, it's <laughs> like, it, the fact is, like, I would the character was just idealistic and was being broken down by harsh realities, that would be a great character. Yeah, yeah. But that's not the case. She's just willfully ignoring. And then once we find out, like, the whole reason Sam has leapt in is so that they stay together, I was like, ugh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, like, I... And, like, this whole thing about whether he goes to Boston or not, like, I would like a little bit more context for that. Yeah. Like, I would like to know, like, he tries to go, but because they're so racist, like, things don't work out for him and they end up breaking up or something. But just this, like, he needs to stay to be a good example in his community is also a very, like, this is not a decision Sam should be making for this other person. No. Because this is a Mm. very personal life choice. Yeah. Yeah. So really, I like and, Ray. And it has nothing to do with the leap. 
Exactly. And I don't like the fact that we have the white guy yes, um, deciding like, yeah. um, what this black guy needs to do is stay in the black community to be a good example. Yeah. That's problematic. Yeah. I mean, at least he becomes a, a doctor or whatever, because before, Susan leaves and they break up, and so he doesn't even become a doctor. Right. I'm like, what? what is up with Ray? Like, <laughs> something is going on with What a guy. sad sack. Yeah. Got a bit of a sad sack there. Um, so we get, um, stock footage right away. <laughs> so much stuff. Like, so much. okay, so I feel like, obviously, you have the stock footage in this episode, but you also have the footage filmed for this episode, but I also feel like, like, there's a lot of footage that isn't stock footage and is not filmed for this episode, because they would have had to have had a huge budget. Yeah. So it almost felt like there was a film yes! or a documentary yes! recreation about the riots that they then used stock footage from, which I was hoping would be on Al's place, but it's not, because I feel like it's a combination of those three things. Yeah, because you know? some of it doesn't... Yeah, you're right. I mean, this right now that we're seeing with just cars driving by and storefronts and all that, that's definitely just stock footage. But I agree, there's like some movie or something that they stole from <laughs> to put in yeah. this episode that does not look like stock footage because it would have been... The biggest budget stock footage ever. Yeah. 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 So, uh, I don't know. There were some really striking images in the episode, like, and there was a couple that I I didn't actually know if they were stock footage or they were, I don't think, filmed for the episode because they would have cost too much. There's one bit where there's, like, a car what? and it's on fire inside and the smoke is, like, pouring out and it's, like, red and black smoke. Yeah. I, and I, wonder, I, don't, I don't know why that's stuck in my brain. I wonder if it's, there's like a if it's just AP news footage that uh, maybe. Oh yeah, maybe. Because like uh, maybe. 65 years at that point, I'm I'm yeah. Televised yeah. news is happening, so that's probably that's probably the case. Yeah, because it just didn't look like your like your run yeah. of the mill stock footage. No, no, no. It's it's very specific. <laughs> yeah. Um. No, that would make a lot of sense with news footage. Um, unlike in the last episode when the stock what footage what was. Was like pulled from like a carnival or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I um, I agree with Brad. I need to go back to the the last episode since we didn't get to talk about it. Um, what's up with the scenes that they shot of the crowds? And it was like a 1980s concert crowd. I don't. And then another crowd was just full of minorities. (laughs) Definitely not a beauty pageant uh, crowd (laughs) at all. The weirdest. <laughs> it was the, the two crowd shots they <laughs> tried uh, to do. <laughs> couldn't have couldn't have been more different. Yeah, and, yeah. And we saw shots from the back of the crowd watching it. Huh? Why couldn't they have just turned the camera around and shot those people? <laughs> All right, sorry. Back to this episode. That's no, fine. Uh, uh, I just want to say as well. I just found some some trivia on IMDb that okay, says. Perfect. Episode writer Deborah. This isn't about the footage, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Episode writer Deborah Pratt has said the depiction and social message regarding a mixed race romance was inspired by her own international romance and subsequent marriage to series creator Donald P. Balisario. Probably interracial, not international. My guess. <laughs> oh, I, did I? I thought I said interracial. <laughs> my I international relationship. <laughs> yeah, for a second I was like, "What does that mean? <laughs> how, how cosmopolitan of me?" <laughs> Um, yeah, I could see that. Hopefully, Deborah thank you for Pratt translating was, uh, me, guys. <laughs> of course. Uh, hopefully, Deborah Bratt was not like as naive as Susan was. Though. Yeah. Uh, painfully naive. I don't know. She did name her child. Um, uh, 
Oh god, what is it? I yeah, Troy, what is Troy Troyan. 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 No, Troyan. I think it's Troyan. Yeah. Um. All right. So Ray goes to drop Susan off, and they're like they have like a little makeout session in the car, and uh, her dad comes out and says some mad racist stuff and scares the poor little old African American housekeeper. Oh god, my god, I feel so oh, bad for her. That woman, like, oh yeah, she's so adorable. Yeah. Yeah. I um I could not remember this like if they said this guy's name. So oh sorry. So in my notes I called him Captain Stacy from Spider-Man because it's like stay away from my daughter, Spider-Man. <laughs> like that's what I kept thinking of. So he's Captain Sp- Stacy in my notes. Uh, he's he's Paul Brewster. <laughs> Police Captain Paul Brewster. Paul uh, Captain Punky Brewster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is Sherry the little housekeeper? No, Sherry's the girl at the party. Yeah. This is mm-hmm. a little housekeeper lady. What's her name? Mm-hmm. Little Miss Housekeeper. Mm. <laughs> she, just, she doesn't get a Aww. name. Sorry, little Miss Housekeeper who gets a line. You just don't get a name. Oh, I really liked her. She was adorable. Because this is the lady who brought the kid in. This is the girl at the party. I don't know. Yeah, so she's adorable. but you, I And I love that you can see the look on her face when the captain is speaking and like the yeah. things he's saying. And she just mm-hmm. looks, she looks hurt because who knows how long she's been with that family too. Well, she's mm-hmm. been working there with them, so. Um, but yeah, again, uh, Susan is fighting with her dad and yeah. and the world. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. I'm just like, the word. Susan versus the world. Yeah. And, and God, the end of the scene, it, it comes to an interesting note. Like it, it wasn't as cardboard as you'd expect, even though this dad is clearly being the worst. <laughs> Um, but at the end of the scene, when he's talking to him, he's just like, listen, I, I tried I tried to judge you on your own merits and just you as a person, but here's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> your fucking brother. You're black. Uh, it's it's, it's, it's yeah. the problem is, it, it, it's pretty much saying, like, I don't have a problem with you. It's just everyone around you. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, so that's my problem, which is a very interesting gradation. Yeah. Because it's not mm-hmm. as, as black and white, just racist douchebag cop guy as you would expect. Yeah. Which is nice. Uh, and he's, again, one of the lines he says, because I typed it out, was a colored man who's going to hurt my daughter. But, you know, it's just like, oh. Mm. I mean, and at that point, he's he's seeing it build up. Yeah. So, you know, yes, he's racist, but at the same time, like, he just does not want his daughter hurt. Which, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants Susan hurt, except for Susan. She just wants to be in the way. All right. I mean, I'm not, I don't really have a problem with Susan being hurt personally. Because <laughs> she's the worst. Yeah. Oh, I, I've got a question. So it is what's near Compton then? Because they mention Compton at one point, don't they? Yeah. Um, I can't remember geographically. I was a kid. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, I would have to look it up, you know? When you're a, when you're a kid just driving it around a around in the car every place seems like oh it's just five minutes this way or that way (laughs) so i'd have to look it up um so the next scene is this the party scene oh yeah the wild uh party oh first okay first we see al so he's talking to al and trying to figure out what the heck's going on and yeah when he sees al he's like al i'm i'm black and i was like yes i i know i'm black again (laughs) I do love that, like, Al, as soon as he sees him, he's like, how are you doing? Because, <laughs> like, yeah. Al knows, oh, crap, you're in what? I know what day it is. <laughs> How's it going? 
Um, and immediately, so he starts trying to tell, um, Sam about the Watts riots and like, hey, uh, this is not gonna be a safe place for you, just so you know. Um, and Sam thinks he can stop the riots himself. Yeah. (laughs) That's like Sam. Come on. Super Sam. (laughs) Yeah. And I do like... Look, White Savior. Calm down. Al says it here, and I think he says it uh, again later on. He's like, listen... This shit has been brewing for a long fucking time. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it, it maybe the day it's the riot starts, but yeah, it uh, doesn't matter. <laughs> it would be, it would be like, it's like anything. It's like Stonewall. You know what I mean? It's like, it's brewing yeah. for so long. It had to happen. It was going to happen. Yeah. And let's see. What like is anything. Al wearing in this scene? Oh, he's wearing just like. He's a- wearing like a black and green outfit, which is pretty boring, but he does yeah. have a stripy. A, a diagonally stripy uh, zigzaggy tie thing, which is quite fun. Him and his zigzaggy ties. Mm. I like later on he wears like this uh, neck brooch thing. Oh, that looks like a cassette? <laughs> it, it looks like a cassette or it looked like turntables to me. Nice. <laughs> I was like, oh, ah. that's really fun. <laughs> that's uh, something we learn about Al later in the series he's, he's, that he DJ. once was an award winning DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, I'm pretty sure, I can't remember when, but I'm pretty sure at some point in the series, because I was thinking about all the things that Al's done, I'm pretty sure at some point we find out as well that he, he used to party with Jack Kerouac, oh, like yeah. at some point. I'm like, Al's done everything. Yeah, seriously. Um, I know in this scene we can't see all of Sam's outfit, but I think this outfit is one that I like, where he's wearing, it's kind of like a pale, almost like a pink top, there it is. Yeah. And like yeah. ha- like these high waisted brown pants, and I just think they fit him really well. Like that whole outfit just is very fitting on him in the shape. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the top maybe needed some extra buttons. <laughs> maybe he could borrow them from another one of <laughs> Al's tops and add yeah, the you can get there. all the buttons. Wow. <laughs> but uh, I was like, all right, Sam, enough with the chest hair. <laughs> Got to get it on display. Yeah, contract. he's got to show that bacular chest hair. Yeah. All right, so yeah, uh, Papa D's going to take him to a party, and this is where we meet Sherry, who apparently helped him in high school. Mm, I like Sherry's um, uh, blue dress. Yeah. I thought that was really pretty. I don't know about her hair, though. No, no, that hair... Oh, doesn't Sam, when Sam's talking to Al, he says something about the way she looks at him... It's like she wants to crawl inside yes. him. I was like, oh. oh, yeah. It's getting real weird. I was like, um, what's your deal? Like, you keep saying me. I'm like, is, um, is she the thing? What's going on? Yeah, I Sam, for whatever reason, connects with Ray specifically so quickly, and I don't know if it's because he connects with Ray as a person or he connects with Susan and yeah. falls in love with her and just wants. He's in love with Ray. her. He falls in love. Every it's so week. yeah, <laughs> it's so weird because like out of everybody that Sam has played on the show, like I the connection he makes where he almost becomes Ray for reals is very bizarre to me. And the only other connection is that they're both doctors. Yeah, I guess, but I, I don't think that Sam had it hard to become a doctor like Ray did. Yeah. Mm. You know, Sam got a scholarship, went to, to school when he was 16. I mean... Got a handful of doctorates, like, in a second. Yeah, exactly. Went whereas, to Carnegie Hall. Whereas this, I really like the fact that, like, Lonnie had been paying for for Ray to go to school. Like, there's this whole yeah. story there that as mm-hmm. much as I would like to actually not like Lonnie either, mm-hmm. um, because he's kind of a crazy person, uh, 
but you see, like, even the mom says it at one point, like, he he loves very deeply. He loves his mm-hmm. mother, and so it's just, it's sad. It makes I think the guy who plays Lonnie does a really good job. Yeah. I think he's mm-hmm. really good in this episode. Yeah, BB is the only one where I'm like, oh, come on now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his acting is not not where it needs to be for this. And his part. mustache is terrible. <laughs> his whole look is a, is a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and they make it... I, I get what they're trying to do is make him, like, the the strong, militant guy, but it's like, right. uh, it's not, it's not good. Mm-mm. All right, so Lonnie and Bibi show up to this party, and Lonnie is just taking everybody in. Wait. Mm-hmm. And... Guys, they're just trying to have a nice Wednesday afternoon in <laughs> the party. Um, everyone's favorite kind of party. A Wednesday afternoon, way too hot party. <laughs> um... Like, why are you going to break it up to have a riot? Yeah. And there's BB with, like, I guess his pack of cigarettes even rolled up. <laughs> he's just such a caricature. Like, Yeah, he is. And I guess that's why he sticks out to me so much, because everyone else, I felt, really stepped up their game for this mm-hmm. episode. And everyone else has, has a bit of nuance, and he has none. None yeah, at he's, all. No, he's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so any time that he talks or does anything, it's like, ugh, you and Susan, run off together. Go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so we get the beginning of the riots. Uh, Al is completely freaked out as he should be, because Sam yeah. has to kind of live through this. Yeah. And I think this is when he finds out about him having oh. to fall in love with Susan. Go ahead. Yeah. I, sorry, I had a note about the party as well. They're, at one point, it's playing Baby, I Need Your Lovin', which is quite an upbeat song. And there's a couple slow dancing past the camera. Yeah. And I was like, why are you slow dancing to this song? Like, it just makes me laugh because it's obviously clear they weren't playing any music on set when oh, they filmed yeah, yeah. it. And this couple's like really into like some slow music. And it's like, Baby, I need your lovin'. <laughs> like, what's happening right now? The music I had on my version was quite um, uninteresting. Oh, the music was very good yeah, in this episode. Lots yeah. of Motown. I loved it. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was a lot of good good music. Yeah. Um, thus the comment about us being Smokey Robinsons. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so you probably didn't understand Not why she called us that. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll go along with this. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Well, that's why. Not Brad. since the mention of Putty Face has Brad not got such a comment. <laughs> when you, you were both, what? No. <laughs> I mean, then once I saw Putty Face, I knew who you were talking about, but. Absolutely. Um, so then Susan shows up <laughs> with the housekeeper who quit <laughs> and just dropped her ass off and was like, I told her not to come. All right, see you, bye. <laughs> <laughs> Love that housekeeper. Can we follow her? Yeah. yeah. I hope she made it at home okay. Oh, seriously. So everyone is freaked out about Susan being there, except for Susan. Um, again, she keeps referencing the three months she spent working at the clinic. Oh, cool. Three months. <laughs> no one cares, Susan. No one cares. Yeah. And then yeah. Um, we get the infamous, <laughs> infamous shirt store on fire. <laughs> I just like that the store's name is Shirts. <laughs> Fuck Shirts! Spackula probably did that himself. <laughs> that's that's probably my my favorite store that got set on fire, was the Shirts uh, store. Yeah. <laughs> and like, all, 
different color letters. I mean, honestly, the problem was the place across the street sold pants, but uh, <laughs> shirts started to dip into the pants market, and they were like, fuck y'all, you're going down. Exactly. This is our chance to rise up! Um, and then we go into some stock footage, probably, like you're saying, though, more like news-type footage yeah. of, like, fires and all that stuff. It's, yeah, scary stuff. Uh, Sam is trying to talk Susan into, like, going home, and it's just not gonna happen, and it's really irritating. Why would I go home when I could not be at home? You don't love me. You want me to be safe. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. So terrible. And then, um, if we get Ray's mom that comes in, uh, what's her name? CCH Pounder? Yes. Yeah, I love her. Yeah, she's great. Um... She she has been she was on a bus and people came in and started like rioting. She thought that they were gonna overturn the bus even and um she got hit with something in the face, so like a rock or maybe glass or something. Yeah, she's, she's bleeding. bleeding. And um I just I feel so bad for her. I mean, God, mm-hmm. can you imagine how scary that was? She was just Oy. on her way home. Oy. Also, like like thinking about it again, she loses two of her kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, that's so horrible. I just, ooh, yeah. And even more horrible, she goes on to be in the X-Files multiple times. I know, yeah. that's... Poor thing. <laughs> that's um, I harsh. do like when she sees that Susan is there and she's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> Susan does come out of nowhere oh, yeah. and it's just... <laughs> Oh, hi! But, but also, Susan! Yeah. I, I am glad that they didn't do the cliche of, um, uh, the mother's just against, is against her as the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she's like, what yeah. the fuck are you doing here? This is dangerous for you. She does yeah. care about her, so and I, she she does that whole, like, loud whisper thing. You need to get her out of here! <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Susan's like... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's not good. And we get more footage of everything going on. Um, They've patched up uh, Ray's mom, and they are having this discussion about them being an interracial couple, and that's just not going to work. And um, it's so. Both of them at this point are annoying me because it's like, our child won't be black or white. It's just going to be human. It's like. Yeah, I, I mean that would be great, but the, no. Nope. Yeah, some of the like some of the writing is very. I mean, it's a, it's an effective episode. I think it's a powerful episode, but some of the writing is very heavy-handed in it. Yeah, you know, it's still Tammy. How, oh, sorry, Brad, go on. I was gonna say it's still for the time of this episode. It is shockingly well done. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh sure. oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, a thousand times better than if X Files tried to do it. It's well yeah, done. Can you for, imagine? I mean, really, it's well done for now. Yeah, like you know. It's, yeah. For, like, the, the fact that they had to do this story in, like, one episode, it's not like in a series where it, you know, goes over a, a few episodes like it would if it was in a show, I think, nowadays. It's, it, yeah, it's really well done. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and I guess this is probably the time, like, okay, once Susan gets dropped off by the housekeeper is pretty much when I start really hating her. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, you're an idiot, you're gonna get so many people killed just by being here, because yeah. you're, mm-hmm. instead of looking out for themselves, they're now gonna have to take care of you. Exactly. Yeah. And then, um, and she acts like a child, like, just, yeah. you know, uh, it's irritating. And again, um, she's just all over 
Ray or Sam or whatever. Yeah. Like just at all times, it's just like she's pouring him, and I'm like, there's there's bigger things going on at the moment, you know? Yeah. Um. But yes. Yeah, so they're gonna have human children. So good on them. Uh, Congrats. <laughs> instead of puppies. <laughs> instead of Look little baby puppies. baby platypuses. Yeah, and I just. I mean, as thick as her hair is, she could have a sheepdog baby. Yeah. Or, or a little poodle. <laughs> so, so uh, or a Bichon Frise. Ah! <laughs> she would have a Bichon Frise. <laughs> um, so the brothers are there with uh, BB, who has been injured, and just smoking up a storm while he's sitting there just bleeding out like a gross dude. <laughs> he, he did do good acting when uh, Sam was wiping his arm down or moving it or whatever like every oh, yeah, time Sam yeah. was touching the arm he was like wincing and I was like that's good you should tell that to that child actor that's in this episode later <laughs> 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 yeah I'm calling you out child actor you're rubbish someone had to exactly I'll be that person but yeah I don't remember exactly what Susan's saying in this scene but I'm sure I'm sure it's something like well I mean if we all just stopped you know it's fine <laughs> it would all just everything would just go away I don't know She's such an idiot. Um, uh, yeah, BB is just being a pain in the ass. Sam tells him, you know, you make it really hard for me to help you. <laughs> yeah. And then realizes, oh, helping people. We should go help people. We should go to the clinic and, uh, yeah, and and help people, which I'm like, you guys shouldn't go in public. Like, that's just stay in the apartment. Or just um, get people into the I mean if you've got some limited medical supplies at the apartment bring people in the apartment to help them you know yeah uh so just to deal with like basic first aid yeah so they but I, they go to the clinic I, I do love when she's like oh but how will we get the keys to the clinic oh yeah and Bobby's like um keys you don't really need to be worrying about keys right now yeah <laughs> uh so there's Rose, a where lot we're of going people. we won't need roads <laughs> So there's a lot of people showing up, and then this is where we get um, the mom and her son. And the mom who's ready to, like, take her son right on out when she sees yeah. Susan. <laughs> I feel like this mom's been in Quantum Leap before, but it it doesn't say. I feel like she was in the, um, the Color of Truth episode, this exact actress. Yeah, it's hard to tell because with Quantum Leap, you only get, like, ten people that are listed for each episode. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, um, I, I feel like I feel like she was in that episode. I don't know. Um, this little kid actor though is terrible. He's like meant to be in like pain, and he's just lying there. And he even spikes the camera at one point, and basically winks, and he's like, "I'm on TV." And it's like, "You're terrible, little child actor. Just you know, get get some tears going. Come on." <laughs> Here, let me let me pinch you and make you cry. <laughs> exactly. We, what they needed, what they should have done was get Angelina Jolie in there um, oh, God. to then make that kid cry. Because that's what Angelina Jolie's do, apparently. <laughs> Did you hear about this? No. No! Oh, fuck. Okay. So she was casting children because um, she wanted to cast somebody realistically. And I don't remember where it was. I think it may have been like, I don't know. Like, in, it was it was in a, a place that was not well off. She wanted to okay. cast... Was this the, the film that she directed a while a couple of years ago um may, I, I or is this recent this story this story is recent um 
Oh, okay. It's coming out as recent, but I think it's I think it's a recent thing. Um, but she was casting in whatever war torn area or uh, underprivileged area because that's where she likes to just right. hang she out. She loves it, loves it, loves it. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to, if you're if you're the daughter of John Voight, you want to feel like yeah. you got to prove that you're yeah. okay with other people. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. Um, but um, and she, what she was having kids do, she would be like. She would put like a large amount of money in front of them, and then say, no. and then say, uh, uh, "Think of the things. Um, think of all of the things you could do with this money if you had it." And then I want you to like either deliver the speech or like tell me a, tell me the story of it. Tell me the story of what was going on. And so, and it was just real sketchy because you're just fucking with people. I don't know if she gave. Them, I'm hoping she gave ever all these kids some fucking money. Um, yeah, Angelina yeah. Jolie, why the fuck not? But you're still fucking with kids, and like the the kid she chose was because this. She told this story about how how they weren't able, they didn't have the money to to give her like grandfather like a proper burial, and like it's like why are you torturing this child with tragic memories so you can make a shitty fucking movie? Ay, ay, ay. Oh, so yeah, Angelina Jolie should have got up. Got I, in I touch think with that she kid. just feels like she could do that because she's like got a group of kids and she's just like, oh yeah, I could just do this to whoever. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. I have yeah. a million children and I'm part insect. <laughs> By the way, Angelina Jolie's part insect. <laughs> she's the fly. You heard it here first. <laughs> Every year she replaces another pint of her blood with that of of mosquito blood. Ooh, that's why she looks like that. Um, I do like that this mom pushes Susan off hardcore, but just because I wanted to push Susan off. So. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but it's the fact that like she's like gonna snatch like the kid is like going to die of yeah. that treatment, and she starts to run it out of the hospital. <laughs> yes. It's like where are you going? Good on her for running with a kid though. God damn. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And that we find out the hospital's five miles away, don't we? Yeah. Because that's what they say later when they're gonna take Papa D. So um. We see Susan run off, and then we have to spend, like, five minutes with her talking about how terrible she feels because people hate her for the color of her skin. And yeah. I just Susan. was like, oh my god, I hate you. I really, really hate you. Yeah. I mean, but can you imagine what it's like, though, to be Susan and have to deal with racial oppression? I mean, that's going to be so hard for her. I don't think anyone there in that hospital can imagine what it's like for her. Not a single person can imagine what it's like for someone to judge her for the color of her skin yeah. in Watts in 1965. I, I, How would they Susan. ever know? I do yeah. like the look, because I feel like Sam kind of gives her a look after she says it, too. Because uh, her line is, I can't go through life uh, with people hating me because of the color of my skin. She can't go through life. She just can't do it. Um, so as much as she loves Ray, she's willing to just leave him <laughs> if, if, if he's gonna stay there. Listen, I, even if even if uh, society um, had evolved, and unfortunately, as we all know, society hasn't evolved, yeah. and people didn't hate each other yeah. for the color of their skins, there's all kinds of reasons people hate each other arbitrarily. Yeah. And sometimes oh. a good reason. Like, if you're on a scooter, I hate you. Um, <laughs> you, know, you. Maybe you're a good person. You're not. But, you know, <laughs> people are always going to hate people without knowing them. And that's Because most of it is an excuse. Most of it's an excuse of just like, well, I'm just going to hate this person for whatever reason they're different, you know? 
I, well, I hate everybody, so I guess there's... Yeah. You, know. you don't hate me, do you, Tammy? Oh. I mean, I don't want to say, but... <laughs> mm. <laughs> no, I... But, it, yeah, it's just... Her whole speech that I... I think we're actually supposed to feel bad for her. Like... Yeah, I think nope. so. And I, I just don't... I, it makes me hate her more. Um, my note was, Susan, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not about you, Susan. No, not fucking hell. It's the watch right. It's not about you. How did you make this about you? She's just one of those people that everything that comes up becomes about her. I mean, I get it. Like, she's what, late teens, early 20s. Of course, everything is about because when you're that age, everything is about you. But still, fuck off. Yeah. Uh, So Lonnie comes in with Papa D. And he's dead. <laughs> I mean, they basically much. drag his dead body in. Yeah, he's alive for five seconds. Yeah. I and mean, he's shot in the femoral artery. I mean, he's he's gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, and um, Sam like turns around and basically like, "Well, it's your fault. Thanks, Lonnie." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, well oh. done. I oh, I mean, he is inciting people to violence. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but I don't. I don't necessarily blame him no. for Papa Deep dying, and that's terrible for you to say. Yeah. That. Again, it's the Watch Riots. It's yeah. not Lonnie's fault yeah. that someone died. Well, I think because he's like, oh, he didn't want to go, and you made him. Yeah. That still doesn't make it Lonnie's fault. That yeah. was Papa D's choice to go. Yeah. And also, Lonnie didn't actually start <laughs> the riots himself, although the episode tries to make it seem like yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> It really does make it as though it's all his fault. And yeah. it's like... And obviously we know it's Sam's fault, like we said at the start. Yeah. I also blame BB because he's a yeah. dick. So <laughs> I also think it's BB's fault. But besides, sure. it's Susan and BB's fault that the Watts riots <laughs> were started by the two of them. <laughs> it started in 1776. But I think we can all agree the majority of the blame does go to Susan and BB. Um... Also, I don't like Susan's green dress. I'm just putting that out there as well. I do not like Susan I don't. It's a very drab. I mean, it is yeah. covered in blood at this point, but I'm not that keen either. No, because it could have been like a either a mintier green or a brighter green, and it's just kind of dull. And yeah. yeah. Chartreuse. Yeah. It, I, I was going to say, it's, it's what we in the business call chartreuse. Well done, Brad. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I just like her hair is so awful that I can't get past anything else. Yeah, just like a dead bird's nest. <laughs> and her hair looked like that before the riot, yeah. so there's no excuse. It just looks so thick. Like I just feel like I feel like it would cut you like fiberglass. <laughs> <laughs> My God, that's scary. Um, so Lonnie takes Susan away and with a gun. And when Ray goes to go after them, uh, BB holds a gun on um, Ray, and he—I honestly believe he was ready to shoot. Yeah, right? I was surprised yeah. he didn't get shot. Um, and the only reason he didn't is because Sam does this kick that. Yes, yeah, what happens I... to this kick? It looks like he kicks, <laughs> but he slips. I was yes. like, what? What happened? Yeah. I, I couldn't work out if the kick was actually yeah. successful, <laughs> like yeah. or not. I still don't know. Yeah, because it's like he slipped on a banana peel and just, um, luckily also kicked a gun out of the way at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very weird. 
And so um, Ray's mother gets the gun and holds them at holds BB at bay. Uh, which yeah, is good. Um, so so here, like, I mean, look, I, people grieve in different ways, hmm. but she doesn't seem that upset over Papa D if that's her son. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that's true. true actually. I don't understand. Like, maybe no. his last name just happens to be the or same. Maybe it's like a cousin. Maybe it's yeah, a cousin. Yeah, maybe it's a cousin. But still, it's, it's still might. Yeah, it's still, like, they're very close, clearly. Like Maybe Deborah Pratt just couldn't think of another last name and just said, well, there, there could be several Harper families in the neighborhood. I mean, I think it's just, we got a lot of shit to cover in this episode. There's no time for grieving. Yeah. Uh, so more footage. Uh, we've got Sam hiding by a wall, like, just trying to stay safe. I feel so bad. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this is so... Yeah, so we've yeah. got uh, Al showing up with his... See, it looks like turntables tables to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought it was a cassette. Yeah, it looks like a cassette as well. Like just mm-hmm. like a little Dale Cooper Diane cassette. It also could be like a little mini drum set and someone could sit on the other. Oh, Ringo Star? Yeah, Ringo Star could sit on the A little tiny Ringo Star. <laughs> He would be just as dangerous, I think. Oh yeah, it's a regular. <laughs> Imagine um, like the 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 sneaky skill of little traveler combined oh with the 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 death lust, the murder lust of Ringo Starr. That's a oh. deadly combination. Guys, please don't talk about this. I just watched Retro Puppet Master last night. So uh, wow, yeah, uh, featuring uh, Greg uh, Sestero from the Room, which I didn't realize. Yay. Oh. Oh, hi, Greg Sestero. Um, so we've got, you know, he's trying to say, hey, center, <laughs> can't Ziggy just center on Susan? <laughs> Which I don't yeah, know Yeah, he's Ziggy... done it before. Yeah, I, I think it's because the riot Ziggy... start and that affects Ziggy. I don't know why. Why would it affect Ziggy? It's a computer. Yeah. Because Ziggy's an arsehole. <laughs> I mean, that's true. Well, actually, Project Quantum Leap just didn't bother to uh, um, do data research for black people. So oh, that whole area but is Susan's very... white. Yeah, but she's in the black part of town, so ah. it didn't care. Mm. Um, so we find out that Lonnie took uh, Susan over to the apartment, which makes sense. Like, where else is he going to go? Yeah. So S- Sam goes running, and uh, then we cut to a scene with Lonnie and Susan, and we find out that Lonnie's basically just going to kill Susan. Yeah. Yeah, he wants he wants to get death by cop and be a martyr. Yeah, really? it's I think he's so good, and Susan's yeah. just oh. yeah. Well, because yeah. you can just see like he's like yeah, I'm at the end of my rope. I'm desperate. Yeah, like I don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, we got the scene with these two, and I just I'm like yeah, just shoot her. It's yeah. Done. Um, and then we get Sam. As Ray, of course, being taken down by cops. Oh. And that was a brutal This was scene. brutal. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean... I mean, can oh. you imagine cops just attacking an African-American that posed no threat to them whatsoever? I've never heard of such a thing. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I do like that they had this in there, though. Yeah. And that, you know, so we see, you know, the, this character we love being... Mm-hmm. Brutally beaten by police officers. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get more car explosions. 
all the card explosions in this episode. Lots of explosions. And uh, then we see uh, Susan's dad's out there. And he doesn't want anyone to die because he knows that his daughter is being held captive. By the Green Goblin. By the Green Goblin. Yep. Uh, <laughs> and he pulls Sam aside and says, okay, where's my daughter at? Sam, Go get your Spider-Man suit. <laughs> Swing from building to building. Um, and of course, while they're talking about this, uh, <laughs> the cops are just shooting people down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Why not? But the fact that like Lonnie's like, like he says, oh, if anyone else is killed, I'm going to kill her. And it's like, of course, there's going to be people that get killed. Cause yeah. yeah. It's like, it's just, I'm surprised, like. It was that long until he saw on the news that people had been killed, you know? Well, there's tons of people that will be slowly dying of injuries. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, even when I read about it earlier that only 34 people had died, that's crazy to me. Because yeah. that's over a six-day period of this going on, only sure. 34 people to die. That's, that's uh, pretty wild. Um, so... <laughs> Al, of course, is centered on Susan now and is with her. But it's just funny to me because I feel so bad for Alex. He cannot do anything. Yeah. He wants to do all the things and talk to these people and he can't do anything. Oh, it's pretty horrific just having to be there and yeah. watch it all happen. Yeah. Like, I feel like I, that's just, that's, that's not good. Mm. That's not an enjoyable job. No. Yeah. So, um, well, Just watch your friend be brutally beaten as well and not be able to do anything. Or, I mean, the worst one was the one where he was in the back of that truck with that kid that was going to get raped and murdered. Uh. But, uh, and I was like, oh, God, no. Um, so Ray goes and he is, uh, going to talk to Lonnie and try and save Susan's life. And I think try to save Lonnie's life. I don't think, you know. Yeah. Sam didn't know at this point that they were going to try and kill Lonnie, although why he didn't. This whole that, scene, I, I was, I was just expecting Susan was going to get shot by the sniper. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's how this is going to work out. Um, yeah, I think that's how I thought it the first time I saw it. Obviously, I'd, I'd seen it since, like, not that long ago. So I remembered what happened, but that would have been a, you know, an, a kind of interesting ending as well. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Lonnie is not planning originally to let Susan go, and he doesn't care what his brother says. And then Ray ap- appeals to his family side, appeals mm-hmm. to why is he doing this? what makes him any better than anybody else when he's also going to murder somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, he's, I guess he's able to do that really because the mom had said, like, he loves you. And obviously he does. He's paying mm-hmm. for you to go to school. Right. Yeah, to get out of this area. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, again, Susan is just all over Ray. It's gross. Um, <laughs> oh, just leave him alone. And Sam puts himself in front of Susan, so uh, Lonnie can't kill her. And yeah. the whole time we've got the sniper being weaved in and out between shooting Sam in the head and shooting Lonnie in the head. <laughs> just shoot Susan. Just yeah. shoot Susan. Just do it. Yeah, just shoot her. Um, so the second Susan is allowed to leave, he, of course, Lonnie gets shot and killed. Yeah. It's sad. And Sam is... Uh, Scott Bakula is so good in this scene. Oh, he's great. Yeah. So good. When he's holding yeah. Lonnie. But again, like, it, it, it's just so strange to me how much he connected with Ray. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very weird. Maybe he feels so bad over, um, or part of the reason he feels so bad over Lonnie's death is because 
I mean, if we're looking at continuity of the show, it wasn't that long ago that um, Tom was going to die in Vietnam and he was kind of dealing with that. And now he's in this character who he kind of identifies with somewhat whose older brother has died and he's holding this guy's older brother dead body in his arm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'd like it if that was something they'd thought of, but I don't I don't know if it was. Yeah, but that's the thing. I mean, like, I could see... Because he's played other characters where he where Sam has, like, connected with that character on a level where Al has to keep reminding him, like, hey, you're not this person, this is not your life. Mm-hmm. You're not a beauty pageant winner, Sam. I'm <laughs> crying on stage like a weirdo. Um, but in this case... I just don't feel like they have explained enough yeah. for mm. me to understand what that connection is. Um, it's still heartfelt. I, I you know, yeah. I still like it. it. It just is. That's the part that well, I, th- I think they need. They need it more for this episode than they usually do. Yeah, because they need to empathize because they're trying to make this racial point that you know maybe other people might might have a harder time connecting with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, alright, and then he leaps into a magician where... Uh, did he actually think he was gonna die? Is that what... <laughs> it's just so weird like... that it goes from this, like, really sad scene, and then the next scene is, like, these swords coming towards Sam, and Sam's face is like... You know, like, it's so whimsical weird. like a crazy person. And now we really need to do that bonus episode on Lord of Illusions. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. When he does a similar version of this trick. Yay! I'm up for it. If we uh, obviously after we do Color of Night, starring <laughs> oh, starring Scott Bakula. Scott Bakula's in it for about ten minutes. <laughs> um. All right. So that was the episode on Black on White on Fire. Uh, God, I hate that title. That's okay. A terrible. Title. Uh, best yeah. worst dressed. Well, Oof. I think uh, Susan is worst dressed. I will say that pink dress. Of, of I did like the blue dress that Sherry, Cherry, wore. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't like her hair though, but I did like that she had matching uh, eyeshadow that matched her dress. Yeah. Thought that was cute. I'm down, I'm down with those. All right, so Sherry's best dress, Susan's worst dress. Basically, we yeah. should have ended up with Sherry. Um, okay. So who yeah, won yeah, who much. That, that's what we're saying. Who won and who lost? I mean, I guess Lonnie lost. <laughs> Lonnie lost his life. Although that's partly, for a moment, that's what he wanted. Yeah. So maybe Papa Papa D lost. Oh, yeah, Papa D lost. Oh. He wasn't looking to yeah. die. Maybe yeah. Ray lost, because Ray's lost two of his brothers, cousins. Is he going to be able to stay in school? <laughs> and he's going to stay in, in Watts. Uh, I, 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 I don't know what the original timeline was. Did, did everybody die in the original timeline? Yeah, I don't know if everyone died. I mean, like, we know that Susan ends up breaking up. The only thing we really know is Susan ends up breaking up with Ray, and Ray just ends up staying in Watson, never becomes a doctor, because he leaves school because he's heartbroken. Ugh. Which then tells me Lonnie must live then, because if he has if he has the choice... Yeah, if he has the choice to leave school, that means Lonnie could have continued mm. paying for school. True. Yeah. He chose to leave school. Um... You know, and Lonnie could have survived. Really, the reason he died was it's all Susan's, Susan's fault. So it's all everything Susan's fault. Damn, worst. <laughs> God damn it, Susan. I mean, did she win? Although she needs now, she needs to live in Watts. <laughs> oh no! Don't say she won. I think it's the uh, the housekeeper won. 
The oh, housekeeper. Yeah, the housekeeper, because she didn't have to oh, work yeah. for that racist guy anymore. Yeah. And she, she, and she didn't have to experience the riots, because she left before, didn't she? We don't know where she she went. I didn't know if she went to like her home or where she went. She, I mean, we could just assume she drove off into the sunset. She went to Vegas. <laughs> she went to Vegas. Mm-hmm. All right, she went to Vegas. She won a ton of money. She she had her... She went to um, Vegas. She oh, met oh. Mr. Jackpots from Twin Peaks. <laughs> and she won all the money. Yeah, I like all right, that. All right, all right yeah. cool. The housekeeper <laughs> won. <laughs> and she lived happily ever after. Yeah. All right, uh, time for feedback. Professionistas, feedback for Black and White on Fire. <laughs> we had so much weight saving going on. A lot of weight splaining from Sam. Um, Al was, you know, appropriately tense this episode. He uh, he was concerned. I, I, I like Al, what he was doing this episode. He was uh, in the right frame of mind. He wasn't being all creepy and weird. He was, uh, you know, he was trying to make sure everybody... Everybody got out alive if they could and realized the reality of the situation. Whereas, uh, you know, Sam kind of, with all of his obvious experience being a black man in his quantum leaping, uh, thought he could save the day. Unfortunately, he couldn't because that's unfortunately reality. Um, I'd be interested to see if Ray actually wanted to stay after his brother was murdered by the police uh, for no reason. And I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, it's nice that Sam wanted to stay and he made that speech and all. But uh, probably should see what the actual guy wants to do in the end. Yeah. Uh, now, the, oh, there was a real music, of course. Music was good. Smokey Robinson. Uh, on Hulu was even real music. I assume that was the real music. So that was, that was a nice change. Uh, let's talk about this transition at the end of the episode. <laughs> uh, we get this intense, emotional scene, and, uh, wow, we leap into uh, Sam as a magician. Good. Uh, guys, maybe don't do the leap at the end of this episode. <laughs> maybe just leave it with him fading out and don't show where he goes the next one. Use that moment. It was a strong moment. We don't need a goofy moment right after it. It doesn't fit with the rest of the episode. Probably rethink that next time. I know the show's not on anymore, but learn from that. Hopefully you've learned from that in your careers going forward. All right, that was weird. Weird transition. Really the only thing super wrong with the episode was that bizarre ending part. So. All right, later, guys. I, but I stand by, I think that's for all those like assholes who are like, oh, it makes me uncomfortable when they start talking about all those political stuff. Oh, oh, oh can't, this show, can't this show just be a fun science fiction uh, helping people show without getting all political? <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's many sides to the issues, okay? Many sides. I mean, everybody has to place their part, I guess. I mean, aye, aye, aye. All right. Thank you, Michael, uh, for sending us Thank you, Michael. Feedback. Um, and that's it for feedback. So. I agree. Why, did, why didn't they just put the episodes in a different order or something? I don't know. I think this, is, very the, I think this is the right order. I think you can't have too many of the heavy ones back to back to back. True. I just wish there was more of, like, an ease into things, but, you know, whatever. <sighs> I mean, he's on like, down that road, Tammy. Last episode, we went from sexual assault to <laughs> racism, <laughs> <laughs> but I felt like they they didn't. Last week's was not like this heavy episode. No. <laughs> we had Sam dressed as a Chiquita banana, like I yeah. <laughs> singing great balls. Of I'm fire. glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Alright, well, that is it, guys. Do you have anything else for this episode of Quantum Leap? I don't have anything else for this episode of Quantum Leap. I have something for another episode. Oh. Which is, um, in less than, a, well, in one week today, Defenders cast will be back! Uh, yay! Me and Tammy, whoop, whoop, because do you know why? Friday coming up, Defenders is released on Netflix! Whoop, whoop! We've got to hang on to the positive things, guys! <laughs> Uh, yeah, so we'll be back covering all the episodes of Defenders. It's going to be awesome. Brad is going to guest. Yeah. Um, nice. Michael David, feel free to send us feedback every week with your sultry tones. I'm sure uh, Bonnie yeah. will be a part of it. Therefore, Michael David will definitely be sending feedback. Oh, yeah, about... I mean, Michael, I know there's only so many ways you can say I love Foggy, but I want you to try, okay? I want you do, to try. Do your best. Yeah. We're counting on you, a foggy fan <laughs> at michaeldavid.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, uh, that's it for this week. Bye. Fuck Nazis. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via mail at cowfashioncast.com. Send us all your feedback. You can find us on Twitter at cowfashioncast. And you can find us on Facebook under Calavici Fashioncast. You can find me on the Ramjack Podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at B-R-A-D-C-U-P-P-L-E-S. You can find me on the Defenders Podcast and Twitter and Etsy at MayaFire. You can also find me on the Defenders podcast and find me on Twitter at Tammy Yip and Instagram at Tammy Yipster.